At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Working out is hard. Ah, I know, because I do it every day. Tell you a secret. Not a huge fan of exercise. Hard really? to believe, but true, yeah. Guessing you aren't either. Maybe you are. I don't know. Echelon Fitness has a whole range of affordable workout equipment. Stationary bikes, smart rowers, sleek fitness screens, auto folding treadmills, the whole experience, and it's connected to provide the Echelon Fit experience. Here's what you can do right now for a very limited time. You can get a free bike or rowing machine with a 24-month membership. Get your free bike or rower. Text Beck at 818181. Just text Beck to 818181. Get your free bike or your free rowing machine. That's Beck 818181. All you have to do is sign up for 24-month membership, and they send you the bike or the rower for free. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. Again, it's 818181. Text the word Beck. And welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. So tomorrow, the Department of Energy is going to make a groundbreaking announcement. Suddenly, we just found out we have an unlimited support, uh, supply of energy coming our way. It's fusion. We've been trying to do fusion forever. Now, they've done it two times. Of course, the first time, the machine that measured the output broke, so they're not sure but they did it a second time. And the measurements haven't come in yet, but we got fusion. What is this all about? Where are we really on truly limitless power of fusion? One of my favorite guests of all time is Jeff Brown. He knows it and he'll share it in 60 seconds. Tis better to give than receive. Yeah, that's something a cyber criminal never says. Um, unfortunately, the holiday season is prime time for the cyber criminals. They want to visit not secure websites. They they want to uh, visit anything that's a little kind of open. Apps from retailers. Make sure you can trust these because 
Use a here. Use a VPN instead of a Wi-Fi. Create strong passwords. Check your accounts for fraud, and get LifeLock. That's the that's the best protection you can get. LifeLock with a 25% off subscription rate right now. LifeLock is the top of the line in cybersecurity with preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. So go to LifeLock now. Save 25% off your first year. Promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25% now. Jeff Brown. Always good to talk to you, my friend. How are you? Good morning. Good, good morning, to have you friend. on. Uh, Jeff, I was reading Saturday uh, something from, uh, what was it, Morgan Stanley? I can't remember. Uh, one of the big financial firms. And they were showing uh, what's happening with ESG and the whole plan. And it got to 3031, and it said fusion plants to provide baseline energy. And I thought, gee, that's eight years away. How's that going to happen? The next day, I hear that we are announcing fusion energy. So I come to three conclusions, and I want, I want to see what you think. A, the big oil companies have always put fusion and hidden all that technology. We've had it forever, but oil, big oil, stopped it. I don't believe that. Second, um, <clears throat> the, um, the government uh, has uh, uh, fusion and it's ready to go and it's going to be remarkable and it's going to happen quickly. Or the third option is they know we're close to something and this is a way to get people excited like a moonshot and get everybody on board with a public-private partnership to pioneer this technology with no idea whether or not we're going to be the ones that find it, but we might as well try a moonshot. Which one of those, or is it something else? Well, Glenn, the, 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 closest, the closest one of the scenarios that you described is definitely the third one. Right. Um, you, you know, there are a large number of different approaches that are being tested around the world uh, of, of nuclear fusion reactors. And it's very experimental at this stage. Um, generally speaking, we all know that it's going to work. It's just a matter of figuring out uh, which one or ones, which approaches are going to uh, really be the most effective in terms of producing limitless clean energy. Um, you know, the technology Historically, um, we just haven't had the material science. Uh, we haven't had the artificial intelligence to manage these incredibly complex plasma reactions under immense heat and immense pressure. Uh, but the whole industry has been advancing at an incredible pace over the last three years in particular uh, that we're right on the cusp, that inflection point where we've actually produced a net energy output reaction. We produced a lot of fusion reactions for milliseconds or in some cases a few seconds, but they haven't been net energy output. Um, they've, they've required more energy 
to create and maintain the action, uh, the reaction and um, the energy that was actually produced from the fusion reaction. So let me show you the re- read to you the exact report. The report yeah. offers some reason to be careful, as two of the sources said the greater than expected energy output of 2.5 megajoules of energy in the experiment using 2.1 megajoules of energy in the lasers damaged diagnostic equipment so they couldn't measure. Initial diagnostic data suggests another successful experiment at the National Ignition Facility. However, the exact yield is still being determined and we can't confirm that it's over the threshold. That analysis is in process, so publishing the information before that process is complete would be inaccurate. So we're at exactly the same place we've been for a while. We, we don't know if we have it. We haven't been able to measure these. Well, uh, we may know as early as tomorrow. It sure sounds like they've had a net energy output reaction. And it's worth, it's worth mentioning that, um, you know, Lawrence Livermore uh, Laboratory um, has had successful fusion reactions in the past. They had a big breakthrough earlier this year. Um, their approach is quite different. They use uh, a bunch of lasers, 192 to be exact, that they focus on some fuel to create that intense pressure and the intense heat that causes um, uh, the hydrogen to, um, to combine into helium, which releases the energy. They've been able to demonstrate that before. So to me, it wouldn't be a surprise at all if the news is confirmed uh, tomorrow or later this week that they in fact have had a net energy output. So what kind of a net energy output do you need to be the miracle we're looking for? Well, I mean, the reality is anything greater than than one. In other words, uh, more energy output than the energy required to sustain the, the reaction is a win. Um, but the reality is we actually don't have to sacrifice the technology. Um, uh, when implemented, when proven to be successful and no, no longer theoretical, you'll be able to manage a, a nuclear fusion reaction um, and create 10 units of energy for every one unit of input. Now, what that means is basically almost free, limitless, completely clean energy for the planet. It's extraordinary. So what kind of energy do you need to fuel it? Would we still have to have fossil fuels to fuel it? Or can you skim off the top to refuel? I mean. No, this is the, this is the great part. The, you know, the inputs to these reactions, once you obviously have built your fusion reactor, are basically two different kinds of hydrogen. One's deuterium and one is tritium, otherwise known as um, hydrogen two and hydrogen three. Um, Hydrogen, too, literally can be derived from water, tap water. And hydrogen, three, is a byproduct of lithium. So these are obviously widely available. That's the fuel. And those are the inputs to create this limitless clean energy. And, you know, perhaps, Glenn, uh, another way to look at it is that if we think about an individual consumer to produce 10 years of energy for an individual consumer, it only takes a few tablespoons of water and the amount of lithium that is in your smartphone. Wow. One person for 10 years. That's, 
how incredible nuclear fusion is as a source of clean energy. Holy cow. Now, they say um, that if this is true, it would still take us decades before we could open up a plant. Do you believe that to be true? No. It can happen mm. a lot faster than that. Um, I, I mean, I think back to when you and I sat down in your studio almost three years ago to the date. Yeah. Uh, I think it was November 2019. And at that time, I predicted that we would see this moment within five years, so before yeah. 2024. And uh, here we are. And back then, I remember the consensus in the industry was, you know, 2030 and beyond. Yeah. So, um, no, it's not going to take 10 years to commercialize. Um, we're going to have compact nuclear fusion reactors uh, really within the next three years. Um, we're going to see net energy output. And then, from my perspective, it's just a matter of commercialization. So as I look into the second half of this decade, we should see at least one or two companies producing those initial compact fusion reactors to be put into commercial use for clean energy production. Like what kind of compact? What are you, what are you talking about? For your house, for your phone, for well, a city? So it, well, in the, you know, in the industry, when we talk about a compact fusion reactor, we can imagine something roughly the size of a semi-trailer, um, which is exciting because you can manufacture these things put them on the back of a semi-trailer, ship them out to whatever neighborhood or subdivision or city metropolitan area and install these and basically connect them to the, uh, the electricity grid. And is this something that is uh, affordable? Will it become affordable? I mean, it sounds like the resources that you need are plentiful. Yes, the, the engineering required is, um, while uh, technically more advanced in terms of material science, especially with regards to making these um, uh, magnets that are required uh, to contain the, this incredibly hot uh, pressurized plasma, that's really the hardest part. But the costs are going to be a lot less than a large um, uh, power production plant um, because uh, fusion is such an energy dense um, right. uh, way to produce electricity uh, as opposed to, you know, a natural gas plant or a coal plant, something like that, or for that matter, a nuclear fission plant. And once you start the fusion, it doesn't stop, right? It just keeps feeding. Uh, like That's the sun? Right. So this is the great part. The, the, you know, this is in terms of operational cost. If you're producing 10 units of energy, then you can just take a portion of that energy and use it to, to fuel the, the nuclear fusion reaction. It'll just go on forever as long as you need it to. 24-7. Uh, that's the beauty of these fusion reactions. And there's no risk of a meltdown at all. Um, the moment you uh, basically... Um, Take your finger off the button. Uh, basically, the plasma cools down peacefully, and the reaction stops and just stops producing energy. All right, back in just a second. Can you stay with us, 
uh, Jeff, for a while? Yeah. Okay, hang on just a second, because I, I want to know, what does this mean for the car energy, for the bat- or the car industry, the battery industry? If it could happen that quickly, what happens to all of that infrastructure that they're building now, the solar panel uh, industry? All right, back in just a second. Um, update from Credit Suisse analysis. Um, it's entirely possible that gold could go up to $3,600 per ounce due to the United States depleting our strategic oil reserves. Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, is still insisting that we're uh, going to have an in, uh, recession until 2023 through 2023, if we're not already in one. And the Bank of International Settlement has warned that uh, there's an $80 trillion bombshell in the foreign exchange markets just waiting to go off. So it's good news. It's good news. Look, here's the thing. <clears throat> I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. Things could change overnight. There could be a war. There could be an announcement of fusion energy. I have no idea. But Goldline has an extra special Christmas offer starting right now and running the rest of the month until supplies run out. With the purchase of every gold legal tender bar card, you'll receive five additional one ounce silver Santa Claus rounds at no additional cost. These are great for stockings and everything else. Five free ounces of silver with every ounce of gold purchase. Call them now at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, Jeff, we know that uh, big oil kept big battery from being made. Uh, And so now, why would big battery allow fusion to happen? What does this mean for all of the battery research and the cars we're building now? Well, the, um, yeah, the industry for, uh, you know, petroleum and, um, uh, gasoline, of course, natural gas, this is the one that will be the most threatened coal as well from a breakthrough like this. Um, when we have limitless, almost free clean energy, um, no carbon emissions, no reactive waste. Um, you know, why do we need those other sources of energy? Uh, and there's obviously some very large vested interests that would probably prefer to not see this happen. But the car industry, uh, you know, this is what makes, from my perspective, electric vehicles make sense. You know, historically, right. In the U.S., 60% of all electricity production comes from coal and natural gas. And in fact, in the last two years, our usage of coal has increased from about 21% to 25% just in the last two years. I know it's counterintuitive. Um, So driving around an electric vehicle when it's fueled by electricity from fossil fuels, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But if we have nuclear fusion... Mm -hmm then electric vehicles make a ton of sense uh, because we don't have to burn fossil fuels uh, to create the electricity to fuel them. All right. So, so I, I hate to be such a pessimist, but I just have seen yeah. too many things here. Um, there's also vested interest right now, especially with ESG, to make sure that those profits happen that haven't been happening um, and are causing all kinds of problems for these big hedge funds, etc., the idea that we are on a breakthrough energy uh, would 
funnel a lot of money into these kinds of new technologies um, <clears throat> and help fund them. Uh, and if they're real, great. Uh, if they're a you know Green New Deal, not so great. Um, and so there is big business and big money uh, and big government that would love to. It's just coincidental or 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 very very convenient that this would be announced uh, like this by the government, which would play right into their hand. Am I being too pessimistic here? Um, no, I, I don't think you are. There's just tens of billions of dollars at stake here. And uh, obviously, I mean, even if we look at the whole carbon credit industry, the, the net beneficiary of carbon credits has been the financial services industry that makes money trading these things around. They're not solving our environmental problems. Uh, you know, they haven't changed um, how energy is produced around the world. They're just a financial instrument. Right. And so this is real. This is transformational. In fact, I would argue that um, commercializing nuclear fusion technology is the single most important thing that we can do oh, for by far. Uh, our environment. Oh, easily, by far. Easily, right? Oh, this should be it. This, this is it. Yeah, the if you have this, this is really all you have to do. You'll take all energy um, that is being uh, manufactured and make it 100% clean. That, that's all you have to do. That's like shutting the planet off, which they said we had to do. That's what this would be. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, the, the, the craziest thing about all of this is that as we've, we're so close to having this, this breakthrough is that less than $10 billion, less than $10 billion over the last three decades has been invested by the U.S. government and by the private sector mm. in nuclear fusion technology projects and companies. Now, that said, this year, 2022, was an absolute record year. It was the biggest private funding year this whole industry has been primarily driven by a private industry, venture capitalist. Um, and uh, so in that sense, it was a breakthrough year. And that's because people can see that we're, we're really on the cusp of this breakthrough. So I think, I believe that at the government level, we're going to see a very big shift in terms of uh, levels of investment. This should be the equivalent of, you know, a Manhattan project or an Apollo program yeah. in terms of energy policy. Okay. Um, can you hang on just a few minutes more? Jeff, do you have sure. time? Okay. Because um, I have a couple of questions. One, I want to know what we should look for, because I don't trust the government at all. Uh, what do we look for that we could hang our hat on as this is real um, uh, in tomorrow's uh, announcement? Also, I want to talk to you a little bit about 2023, what you see coming uh, in 2023 that will be game-changing towards our lives. Uh, that and so much more coming up in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. It is incredibly important to be on the right side of history, and that means taking a stand against things we feel are wrong. There are a lot of different ways to do that. Some of them come at a great personal cost, and it's up to you to decide what your own personal line is, what you won't cross. Have you done that yet? You should. Patriot Mobile makes the choice very clear. 
you're going to get the same reliable service at a lower cost. None of your money is going to go to leftist causes or causes that you don't believe in. You can check them out online, find out exactly what they are. They're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Here's our guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch to either of the three major carriers they provide for free. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. And if you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, your country, or you, switch to a company that does. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Last day to make sure you get Christmas delivery for your merch. Go to glenbeckmerch.com. The code is GLEN20. Tomorrow, the Department of Energy is going to announce that we have uh, broken the barrier for fusion energy. This is gigantic if true i am a pessimist for a couple of reasons on this one uh i don't believe the government two it's awfully darn convenient it's what the world economic forum already had in their charts as providing future uh, fuel for us later um so i i i'm just very skeptical I'm going to talk to Jeff Brown on some more here and get what we have to hear tomorrow to believe that this is true. Um, however, I am optimistic because these are exactly the things that are going to be happening more and more the further we go along with the uh, quantum computing that we have with uh, the the edge of almost every technology that we're at. And the closer we get to the singularity, you're going to see on a Tuesday, we've cured cancer. You're going to see we've cured blindness, all of these things. And it's going to happen. It will be at a breathtaking pace at some point if we don't destroy ourselves first. So I am optimistic because this is the kind of thing that I expect to be coming. I am pessimistic because it is the government doing it. Uh, Jeff Brown is with us. How do you feel about what I just said, Jeff? Well, I think your your gut instinct is is spot on. If we look at the uh, you know, what the announcement says today, I, I'm I I agree with you. I believe there is a government led plan, um, and that it's going to be the headline that's important. So the details Correct. will be glossed over. In right. terms of significance, but I, I'm with you. This this timing of this announcement will be used to justify a lot massive levels of funding. Uh, probably not all of which will actually go into nuclear fusion. Yeah, what a surprise! <laughs> oh, but I'm sure all that money has gone right directly to the front lines of Ukraine. Um, so, uh, what do we look for tomorrow? How will we know this is real? Well, I, you know, there's a few things um, that, that we should look for. One is, you know, does, does the laboratory, does the Lawrence Livermore Laboratory and or the Department of Energy, do they actually produce or share 
their scientific research from this experiment. And that's what it was. It was an experiment. Um, and so, in other words, do they make the details available to us? So others can reproduce. That's right. So, so that it can be peer-reviewed, peer basically, mm-hmm. by the scientific community. Um, two, you just said it. Um, is, is the reaction, is the net energy gain reaction, is it reproducible? So did they do it just one time or they did it three or four or five times? Um, you know, if they can't reproduce it, then we should be very skeptical. And this is something that they will say that we because they said it already that they've produced it twice. However, they haven't been able to measure it. So, I mean, what does that mean? But they've said this. Right. But I, I remember when we first talked about fusion when I was younger in the 80s. And I think it was somebody in Utah said they did it and they did it twice. But then they released the information and nobody could reproduce it. And it was a fraud. Is there any reason that the government should say, well, we can't release all of the details. This in normal, everyday uh, science like this, we would produce the research and and say to the rest of the world, you can reproduce, correct? Yes, they should be able to share the details of how they created the reaction and how they sustained it for a certain period of time. And it should be reproducible. The only nuance there is that someone would have to build an identical facility, which is not cheap to in an attempt or effort to, to reproduce the reaction. Um, Probably not the best approach for the industry. And I would argue that private industry, there's a handful of companies that have different approaches to nuclear fusion um, that will be able to uh, produce uh, their own net energy reactions over the course of the next 12 or 18 months. And so this, you know, this experiment uh, it will really quickly become a moot point because um, we'll be able to demonstrate it uh, in several other places. You know, it's really weird. I don't know what it is, but there always seems to be people all over the world when you it's like you break a threshold um, you know, we don't really know. We think because we had the PR machine that it was uh, Wilbur and Orville Wright. But they also say in Brazil, there was somebody there was somebody in Russia. And it all happened around the same time. It, there's something weird uh, about how this works when you break barriers like this. So you do think that there are other ways to do it. And we're that close to the other ways. Uh, I I do. In fact, um, successful fusion reactions, not net energy output, but uh, fusion reactions have already happened in South Korea. They've happened in the UK. Of course, they've happened here in the US. Um, There's a company up in Vancouver in Canada. Uh, And so this is the the natural result from my perspective of all of these parties, whether they're um, you know uh, public or private, having access to effectively the same kinds of technology that are what enable these types of very complex uh, and advanced fusion reactions. So um, let me take it a step further. This is, I mean, when you say it takes like a tablespoon of water and as much lithium as you have in your phone, that doesn't seem expensive. Now it'd be very expensive to first build these plants. 
Um, but after a while, the plants would pay for themselves uh, and, you know, all the new wiring or whatever would be needed. What does this do? You know, I, I think of Tesla when he said, I can create free energy. And his investors said, I, I, I need something I can put a meter on. How cheap does electricity get? Um, well, I, you know, some have argued that it, it, it won't even be worth it to attach a meter to it because it, it will be so cheap. And there's some truth to that. Uh, to your point, there's a large upfront capex, which will decline over time. Um, it will cost almost nothing except for some labor to maintain these reactions because, again, they produce more than enough energy to keep the, the reaction running. So you don't have any electrical costs to, to maintain the reaction or other, otherwise fuel costs. Um, so your inputs are effectively almost zero. Uh, and um, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, it's almost free. I think that's an accurate way, uh, an accurate way to, way to put it because you amortize those upfront capital expenditures for the, for the equipment uh, uh, build over a number of years. Okay, so that leads me all kinds of questions, but we'll save them for another uh, another talk, uh, maybe <laughs> later this week. Who who takes that on then after the initial? I mean, it'd be government. But the <clears throat> the one thing I let me concentrate on the upside here before we part. If you have unlimited energy, and through technology and AI, you then go into unlimited labor. That's what made America in the 1950s cheap energy and cheap labor. This is almost free. And once you get it set up, almost free labor. I mean, this would be a I mean, this would transform humanity entirely all over the world. Yes. And um Along the lines of what you just suggested, as we complement or augment the human workforce with uh, humanoid robotics, like one of the most exciting things that's happening in the industry right now is what Elon Musk is doing at Tesla with uh, a humanoid robot called Optimus, which is already in the prototype stage. Um, he's building a general purpose humanoid robot to augment the human labor force and address our labor shortages. And he's using the same artificial intelligence that he uses to drive Tesla's autonomously. Mm. So you, you incorporate the physical hardware of a highly functional and capable humanoid robot with completely clean and inexpensive, almost free energy, which is what fuels the batteries. And then the artificial intelligence would give us gives it the ability to infer, to learn, and to perform tasks that humans are used to performing, we're going to have an absolute revolution in terms of productivity, uh, cost of living improvements, um, improvements in the quality of life, and uh, we're also going to be able to capture uh, some of our time back for our own use. Okay, so last question. I've said for other reasons, you won't recognize your country and you won't recognize the world by 2030. At what point do you think people say it is absolutely entirely different than when I grew up? 
Uh, I would argue that um, that moment uh, will happen within uh, five years. I think it will happen far sooner than um, anyone realizes. The moment that we have these um, AI-enabled humanoid robots, the moment that we have uh, a a pervasive use of really self-driving cars and semi-trucks, you know, carrying loads across the country, the moment that everyone has a personalized digital assistant, which is an AI that can perform tasks on our behalf that saves us an hour or two a day of time that we would otherwise spend. I mean, that, that's that moment of transformation and all that technology that exists today. It's just a matter of commercializing it and getting it out into the mass market, the consumer public. Jeff, I'd love to have you on maybe again on Wednesday after we hear the announcement. Uh, just so you can got to go through it and tell us if there's anything, if there's any there there, if you have time. Uh, and I'd love to have you back for a podcast in studio uh, at the beginning of the year to talk about what's coming in the next 12 months and the next five years. That would be fantastic. Great. We'll see you then. Talk to you again, uh, hopefully on Wednesday when we finally hear uh, the news that uh, is supposedly coming out that. Uh, fusion has been accomplished back in a second <clears throat> you save $700 a month how does that sound to you saving $700 I'm sure you've got a lot of expenses high interest credit card debt that can be a killer inflation is making just about everybody's life harder right now that's all bad news the good news is is that there are solutions to your problems American financing is the place to call for those solutions, whether it's putting you in a position to use your home's equity to help get you out of debt or any number of other debt solutions. American financing has you covered over 20 years. They've been working for people just like you working for you. They don't work for the bank. They work for you. They look for the things without any of the tricks, without any of the setups. They are looking out. For you and the best deal, American Financing, they can save you on average $695 a month. So call them now and see if they can help you. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. Stu and I are just kind of uh, reeling from the possibility of fusion uh, plants being, you know, the standard. And now I am, I, I just, I, I have a really hard time because of the timing of all of this uh, and the fact that the World Economic Forum was kind of planning on fusion plants, I don't know, a couple of years ago by 2030. Now, did they know something or is this just wishful thinking? Is this just to pour money away from oil and gas and into something else, which would help hasten our demise if we're not close? But apparently we are close. So I I don't know. 
Oh, I, I don't w- know. I wait to hear word from environmentalists about how this will be terrible because that's what oh. they did with nuclear energy. Yeah. It's what they even do with solar and wind when it gets close well, enough to their house. May I play an environmentalist now? Mm. We're going to go ahead. Sell me on fusion. Oh, we're talking about something that's free energy. It's a no, no emissions. I know you're really concerned about global warming. Yeah. So, so hang on just a second. It's, it's close to free energy. Endless. Yeah, great. Do you know what that's going to do to the population? That yeah, will just make us it. even more populous. Yeah. We will. Yeah. That's great news. That is not what they want. Not to us. No. It's, it's great news to us. It's not to them. And, you know, this, look, this goes against, this goes for any reasonable person on global warming. That you, zero emissions. Mm-hmm. Zero. So, and no danger to it. So, that's fantastic. However, that's not the real goal. The real goal is control and dehumanize the planet as much as possible. Yeah, you know, and I think the I, I think there will be problems that we do not foresee and some that we might foresee when the entire world were to get free unlimited energy. But you I, I do think that Imagine North Korea. Right. Like what would they exactly what would happen in that society? I do think that is I, I think that is worth the risk i think that everybody around the world uh, uh, if it's possible deserves a chance to be able to reap the benefits of 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 all the wonderful things that have happened right so what what does what does america get from free energy if america is the one that comes up with it i would like to give it away to pay off our debt Okay, just forgive our debt. Here is this technology. Yeah, sure. That's, that's a good, good that start. That would be great. Um, but if you are a lefty, you would say, and even me, this should be global technology. After you pay the debt of what it costs for that company, why isn't this just out there? Well, I mean, when look, everybody have that. Yeah, it's a great thought, though, you know profit motive tends to drive the next round of innovations that we haven't even considered yet so like i I don't think we should abandon capitalism over this but i do think it's a great thing to be able to spread the glenn back program 